Hello everyone, welcome to the Simply Nikki Show. In today's episode, I want to talk about food insecurity. Food insecurity is not just a United States of America problem, it is also an international and global health crisis. This topic has been on my heart for a while now. And knowing that children are they're debating if children are going back to school and the fall is coming back so perfect time to talk about this and i want to break down what it is and educate you guys like i always do on numerous topics and like the powers that be they want to wait till the last minute to do something when they know they have the resources to make a difference and save people's lives because this is also a life and death issue as well so we're going to break down this whole topic according to foods and shy on instagram food insecurity is the state of being without reliable access to a sufficient quantity of affordable nutritious food that is what food insecurity is. And it's definitely a major problem across different metropolitan cities in the United States and just globally. However, it comes down to this. Who is affected by food insecurity? Now, that's another thing. And again, according to Foods, foods in Chicago or Foods... In shy, food insecurity affects all kinds of people, such as children, veterans, adults, people with disabilities, or I like to say, people individual individuals who are disabled, the working poor, and others. And that's from the source of the Chicago's foodbank.org. One in five Chicagoans face food insecurities. As Illinois continues to increase in poverty and unemployment rates, so does the percentage of food insecurity. Many other areas in Illinois have higher rates of food insecurities compared to Chicago. And if you look at my Instagram at Nikki Podcast, N-I-C-K-I-E Podcast, on Instagram, I have an Instagram Reels that has depictions and pictures of graphs and graphs and information that explains food insecurity. And the reason why I'm breaking this down to you guys is because I need you to understand all over the world that. When something is happening to one group of people, you don't have to just be oppressed or dealing with systematic institutional racism, but that is the case. However, this anything can affect anyone. 
And if the pandemic has not taught us anything, it should have taught us that when it affects one, it affects us all, okay? And I mean all throughout the spectrums, right? And I have cool graphs on my Instagram reels that explains, give you an insight of this topic, food insecurity. And the reason what made me want to talk about this is because this great documentary that is on Netflix, has been on Netflix, is called What the Health, okay? And What the Health, I'm just going to summarize it because it's very long, basically it's showing, talking about obesity, food insecurities, food deserts, even though it doesn't talk about mostly the socio-racial demographic or classism in that spectrum is not like going in the sociological spectrum of how our health is affected, how different people affect our how we eat our food and how our food is made. Um, and America is the highest in obesity, okay. According to Food Secure Rep on Instagram, this source is the U United Self Urban Child Poverty Report states that the challenges to pre- prepare healthy food for children is in the 97 percentile, it is high prices and insufficient income. 2% consists of fast food is easier to prepare and is cheaper 1% is others and 1% is limited time again 97% is high prices and insufficient income the reason why I broke that down is because that is huge it tells us that not only do we have a food insecurity problem like I broke down in my other episode titled the economic crisis on my podcast because like whether we like it or not whether you like working or not okay whether you like clocking in on nine to five whatever your job description is money economics does contribute to making the world keep going around in a certain way to a certain degree Okay, don't don't take my words and say I'm saying money makes you happy, money makes all this. Th- you need to have money to provide food, to make clothing, all this stuff, right? But money also can be is evil and, and comes of greed because it can be money can and resources and money can be fixed and set to one set of people and you know where i'm going with this yes i'm gonna go there i'm always gonna go there i'm gonna point the intersectionality of different ways that people are affected which is race class sex gender etc and growing up in in impoverished poverty-stricken or low-income neighborhoods, I've seen this stuff. I've seen it, and I was 
I was intrigued, not to a certain degree, but I was always ahead of my time, always wanting to help others. So when I see how people struggled, struggled where I came up in Chicago, you see all type of things, you know what I mean? And it's like when you when you learn and you you get knowledge and education that's something no one can take from you. I wholeheartedly believe that when certain certain leaders will say that of my community because it's a powerful tool that only you can take away from yourself. Only you can stop yourself, right? And as I got older and learned the the reasons why certain things are set up, it all goes back to politics. You know what I mean? That's why you got to understand the political science, the sociology, the economics, the geographical. All that stuff ties into everything. All this stuff is connected. It's not separate. All of this stuff is connected. You know what I mean? And the fact that uh, 97% have challenges to prepare healthy food for their children because due to high prices and insufficient incomes, that's sad. That tells us in America and globally, we have a problem. You know what I mean? We always have problems. We just see them and act like they're not there and don't want to fix them. And there are people hurting and going through things every day. And then throw in a pandemic on top of that and tell me how are you surviving? Barely. You was already barely making it. Now you, you the wheels then fell off. Everything broke. You know what I mean? And then they're forcing you to do certain things to your body that you don't want to do in order to keep working. And if you don't want to work, then oh well, you're going to lose your job. Well, if you don't want to do what they want you to do, then you're going to lose your job. And it's like, powers that be, are we not struggling enough? Like I stated in the song from her, the R&B singer, titled The Lord Is Coming. Respect to whoever you believe in, but I wholeheartedly feel that in my spirit. That this is the devil's world, but the Lord is coming for his people. Because I, I don't understand how you can see the, the stuff being played out and not see that something going to come. You know what I mean? And prepare yourself. Because God don't like when his children is being affected like this. And it's not right. Okay? And I like that the documentary on Netflix that I stated earlier in in this episode about what the health how this guy was going you know talking to people who had to be on excessive medications to you know help with their food habits or people that had high blood pressure diabetes and everything and they had like 20 30 bottles in their home and they they was changing how they ate and everything you know, they were still eating the same thing, but just taking the medication. And it was really on everything in that nutrition facts that's always on the back of our label of our food is what is killing us. You know what I mean? You got to really understand and break down each line so you know what is good for you, how much to intake, 
how how much to intake, how much to lose weight, how much to exercise, how, all of this stuff combines into a healthy lifestyle. But it's not just the food, right? He dig deep into what's in the food, what's been causing this problem, and why you don't need those medications. Because the middleman, the pharmaceutical industry, they do not, they want you to be fed. They want you to um, rely on them. You know what I mean? They don't want you to understand why they keep on forcing all this bad food on you and not give you the good food. You know what I mean? For a reason, because it's going to stop their bag. It's going to stop them from making money. And what's so sad to me is the pharmaceutical industry and the powers that be is getting money off of our pain, off of us suffering, off of us slowly dying. A slow death about what's being intaked in our food, what's being put in our food that's causing all this crazy hormones. I mean, look at the children now. If you look at kids that are in this generation, they they look older than what their age is. Half of these kids that be going to these schools, like high school, whatever, I be like, you can't be 13. You can't be 14. You look like you're 30. There's no disrespect to no one's children. There's no disrespect to anybody. It's something in the food that's making your hormones... uh, make you bigger than what you're supposed to be and all this stuff, you know what I mean? And that's why I'm not messing with all these chicken wars. All this pap-ass chicken, Kentucky fried chicken, um, everybody restaurant got a chicken sandwich. I'm tired. I'm not trying. I never tried the pap-ass chicken. I'm not going to. It looked like the chicken was pregnant when they cooked it. That's what it looked like. And they tried to stuff it down to make it look desirable, and it's not. It makes me it makes me want to be sick looking at that, okay? And the inhumane things that these farms and people, these factories does to the animals just so we can have food, it's so sad. So sad. Like... Not telling nobody what to eat, how to eat, nothing like that. I'm just educating you. You can only do, you can only do what you allow yourself to do, right? When you know better, you do better. Okay? But you can't tell me that looking at that documentary and looking at documentaries about food and health, that it don't scare you. Okay? And you should be more careful about what you're eating, especially during this pandemic. You need to be boosting your immune systems. But back to the conversation about food insecurities, we also have a food desert problem. Okay? Having to travel out outside of your location in your area code just to get healthy food items is a problem. Having to go to liquor stores to get our food due to low-income wages is a problem. You are what you eat. But what if you don't have the means to get what really is good for you if it's not in reach? Okay? How are we going to fix obesity but y'all keep jacking up the food prices at the grocery stores? And y'all even spiked even higher during the pandemic. 
how are we supposed to live with it? You know what I mean? And it's getting worse as the time goes. I don't know if nobody noticed this. However, when you go to a restaurant in this pandemic, and just in the pandemic with the restaurant, with the grocery, everything is hot. I could cook the same food at home. And now the food at the restaurants don't even taste the same no more. It's like they just don't care. I don't know, but every restaurant food has been lackluster. Okay? Now I understand we got work shortages going on because people are waking up to the fact that I don't want to do that the same thing no more. That they waking up that they deserve, they demand and deserve to be respected and given the work they put in because if the people the CEOs were the ones doing the same work that we do for the little amount of money that we get you would not be working no more so don't dare tell us to get off our couches to go to work for some little stinky old incentives and sign on bonuses $200, $300, $1,000. I don't care how high you get. That's a sign-on bonus. What about the wages? Okay? It's a problem. How we already want to survive. We was already trying to survive. And y'all just put the whole iceberg on us and said, deal with it. Y'all been showing y'all tail. But we've been showing our silence protests for not wanting to go back to them little jobs for some little sense. We demand respect. And y'all, and it just cracks me up, ironically, that these media people be like, oh, I don't understand why they don't want to go back to work. What do you think it is, Susan? Like, come on now. Put two or two together. Y'all really make me think that. Some of y'all didn't really have the proper education that y'all was just thrown it because of your privilege. Cough, cough. I don't care who's offended. Okay? But the food deserts and food insecurity is a problem. And y'all jacking up these prices is a problem. Like, just because we have all these in our neighborhoods and the quote-unquote low-income poverty-stricken neighborhoods that y'all like to call it, or Walmart. Don't mean that it's enough. And plus, the certain foods you get at Walmart, especially Aldi's, don't even last long. It will get spoiled and you'll have to get rid of it within a short amount of days. Not even days, give it about two. Okay? So, people going to McDonald's and other fast food restaurants a lot of times is because it's all we can afford. Not what we actually want every day as a food meal supply but y'all don't understand that there are not that many healthy grocery stores in the black and brown communities yes i'm starting to see a whole foods in inglewood okay in certain neighborhood but the price too high y'all thought just because y'all put the the grocery stores amazon jeff bezos just because you put it in the neighborhood do not mean that all of us can afford it. It's nice to see it there. <laughs> Isn't I, I I go browse, but I'm not. You can only get out there for low income with one item. 
if you're lucky, maybe two, if they give you a coupon. But it's like, it's like, that's why I don't like when certain people, I don't like to go on I'm going on the rant. I don't like when certain people or public figures and CEOs think they understand what us people, everyday individuals, that y'all know we go through. That y'all think y'all know we won't. And then we tell y'all what we won't. You act like it's like it go over your head. Did you hear me or you not? Are you listening or you not? You want to come out with these charts, do these senses of having people populating on this um darn country in this world. How about you get a population chart on how many people live in each household and how much food we need? How much detergent we need to even wash our clothes? How much money it costs to even go to the laundromat? Because it's about $9, $10, now. It didn't went up so high, I forgot, I forgot how long it was even low. Because everything's going up. So how do you expect us to eat healthy? How do you expect us to be like certain figures, okay? Everybody is different. Everybody's metabolism is different. Everybody's um, ancestry is different. Everybody, her DNA is different. And just because... Things are in your family history does not mean you have to get it. Just because uh, great-great-grandmama or your parents had, God forbid, high blood pressure, you know, or high cholesterol, that don't guarantee that you will get it. You can avoid that by eating healthy. But then it comes to classism. Privilege, economic, it ties to a lot of things. People think it's just a one solution. You have to figure out the multiple problems and the things that are the issues and crises that people, each individual have until you tack it all together. Because everybody can't be all grouped in one. That's why I always say, name the race by the race. Don't say, oh, people of color. I don't, I don't like that. Okay. I don't group, don't group all of us together. Because all of us have different individual issues and things we go through. We're all different. We came in this world different. We're going to leave this world different. Okay? We came by ourselves. We're going to leave by ourselves. We're not a group. Okay? I will like if we become more collective in this world and be more nicer to people. That's another conversation. But everybody wants to be evil and wrong. But see, the Lord is coming. Because you can't keep doing wrong like that. And just like Michael Jackson said, heal the world. He been trying to tell y'all that. You're not healing it. You're hurting the world. They already said at the United Nations and the World Health Organization that there is a human warning about the problems of the climate change. The problems of the global disastrous weather problems we got going on. It's going to get hotter. And you know what else going to get hotter? And you know what else going to happen? We're going to keep losing more people if we don't fix the other problems. So don't group this food insecurities as uh, one big old spectrum. Because it's not. You got to break it down with race, gender, class, sexuality, disability, everything. 
it's not just one. Okay? We also got a water shortage. Water deserts going around. Because we're losing water because it's so darn hot. Everything, like I said, is connected. And if y'all don't understand it, if you don't see what's going on, I don't know what to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. Don't be hard-headed. Don't let your pride get in the way. Don't let nobody tell you, oh, you know. Don't let nobody fat shame you. Don't let nobody tell you how to live your life. However, you should educate yourself. Okay? Because I've been peeping the stuff that's been going on. Like, sweetie, the rapper, coming out with a McDonald's meal, you know, you know, meal kit thing going on. And a lot of people been tasting that food and they say it tastes just like McDonald's. It's nothing special. The only thing that's different is the marketing strategy of the bags and the sauce that she got. But it's not just her. I've noticed these franchises and the fast food chains, McDonald's, I see what y'all doing. I see you. You're not slick. You're trying to rebrand yourself and trying to get to the younger generation with Travis Scott meals and BTS meals and it's getting tiresome. And it's a slap in the face to the different shapes and sizes of communities. You know what I mean? Because when you look at Sweet, she's thin, but she eats what she wanna eat, right? And it's like y'all keep promoting unhealthy eating. We don't want to eat at your places. It's because that's the only thing we can afford. And that's going to be my quote for this podcast episode. It's not like we want to eat ramen noodles every day. Or eat high flaming chips every day. Or eat this junk every day. But when you're of malnourishment. You have lack of resources. Food deserts. You get what you get. Because that's a survival moment. To keep going. You see what I'm saying? It's not like. Oh why, why would you want to you know do that? Why would you want to kill yourself eating like that? Or doing, doing whatever. Don't put your nose down to other people. Because you got it like that. Okay? And if people actually put themselves in other people's shoes, you actually understand it. But if you can't, stay over there with all that. Okay? And like I have put out, there are a lot of crises going on on top of a crisis. And it's a problem. And that's why I want to talk about this because it is real, it's not a myth, and it's happening every day. Count your blessings every day that you get to wake up. Choose what food you want to eat. Actually, have food in your house. Okay? 
So I'm telling you, the struggle meals, the syrup sandwiches, putting everything all in one just to make it, make you full. The sugar sandwiches, the government cheese, you think we want to just clog our arteries? It's, it starts, it started with slavery, but y'all know everything, history will always repeat itself if you don't learn from it. So don't come tell me why, why someone is like the way they are. No one is born into chains. Nobody is born homophobic. Nobody is born with hatred in their heart. Nobody is born racist. Nobody is born the way you are taught these things. And if we were taught and given healthier options, maybe we won't have this obesity problem. And it's not just the black and brown communities that are obese or have these problems. Thank you. Okay. But realize that there are problems. And don't judge people from the cover that you see on the outside. Actually get to know somebody. Understand them. Read more. Pick up a book and read. There's no way that we should have all this technology and nobody know nothing. Okay? We Full security is racial justice. Financial security is racial justice. Just being thyself is justice. Just being who you are should be enough. And I'm going to break down before I go is from the Full Insecurity Prevention on Instagram where it shows The 10 hungriest states in the nation. Numbers on the map indicate percentage of households at risk of hunger. 14.2% is the average of all states for households at risk of hunger. Texas have 18%. Missouri has 16.9%. Arkansas has 21.2%. Louisiana has 16.5%. Mississippi has 21.1%. Alabama, 16.7%. Georgia, 16.6%. Tennessee, 17.4%. Kentucky, 16.4%. And North Carolina, 17.3%. And this is from the full insecurity prevention page. That is a problem. And it's sad. That people have the resources, the power to change all of these crises if they just 
Get out of the way of themselves and get out of their emotions and get out of their ego and just do for humanity. We will be better off. We will be better off. Because there's no way. And trust me, that was just 10 hungry, hungriest states in the nation. The whole country going, all 50 states is like this. Bad as pandemic. And it's sad. It's sad. When you know better, you do better. Full security is about making sure all people have access to enough safe and nutritious food for an active and healthy lifestyle. And by me just reading that tells me that any security in this world, certain people won't get. Why? Because certain powers that be don't want them to have that. They don't want equal security. Equal access, nothing of that. And that's a problem. 20,000 children under the age of 5 die each day from hunger. 870 million people go to bed hungry every night. That's 1 in 7 of everyone on the planet. Despite this... One in third of the world's food is lost or wasted. That's 1.3 billion tons a year. The growing population equals a growing problem. In 1950, the global population was 2.5 billion. Today, we have 7 billion people on this earth. By 2050, it's estimated that we'll have 9 billion people on the planet. 2 billion more than today. And I'm going to talk about the problem in Australia. Australia produces enough food today to feed approximately 60 million people. Yet 22 million Australians live in poverty and we throw out 4 million tons of food every year. Don't even get me started on Golden Career and all these buffets in the United States. What threatens our ability to feed ourselves is our our soil fertility is declining. A third of all land that grows crops in Australia is affected by declining soil fertility. Climate change would affect the world's ability to grow food. Let me say that again. Climate change will affect the world's ability to grow food. We have seen that over time. And if you have not seen the wildfires... The hurricanes, the drought we're having in this year, and the winter storms, it is affecting our food. 
Thanksgiving and Christmas going to look real short on the table because no one's going to have money to provide for a big meal when the prices are skyrocketing, when there's no food being produced in certain areas like California, Texas, Wisconsin, and other places. Because climate change is on the rise. There is flooding in internationally that has not been flooding like that in centuries. We have a problem. So by 2050, it's predicted that climate change could reduce food production in Australia by over 15%. Food production also relies on phosphorus, phosphorus, which is a critical ingredient in growing food. Global phosphorus reserves may be depleted in 50 to 100 years. People, we have a problem. We having problems. The way that has been hot, the way that we have droughts from last year, this year, and the, the Amazon rainforest, and endangering species from last year to now, it's like 50 to 100. Look like it's about around the corner. The way things are going. Climate change, people, is set to intensify current stresses on water availability. I just said that. California is going through it. Texas is going through it. The whole West Coast is going through it. They are having water droughts. Water crisis. The beaches look like it's empty, okay? This will impact on our agricultural industry, which which consumes 70% of Australia's water supply. Wheat is Australia's largest commodity with a national value of $4.8 billion. Now, the way this economy and the climate change and every, all these crises is hitting us, we don't got no $4.8 billion. As wheat is vulnerable to high temperatures, some experts predict global wheat production could decline between 23% and 27% by 2050. And that's according to the full insecurity prediction Prediction page. It states overcoming food knowledge and skill barriers to improve and access to food. We need food insecurity for all. Not just food, all things that are essential that God put on this earth for us to intake so we can live. And we over here as humans is jacking it up. The corporations, the pollution in the air, it's sad. And I love that this generation is trying to fight against that. But honestly, I be worrying and wondering, is it too late? Is it too late 
to turn back the hands of time is too late to turn back climate change. So we won't have all these food insecurities and food deserts around the entire world, which has always been there, but now is exacerbated. We need to understand the problems of the world. You do not need to constantly stress yourself. And this is not a fear-mongering type of episode. I'm just educating because we need to know. And I was giving you some statistics so you can understand that this stuff is real. If you don't look, know, look at your grocery stores. Look at what's around you. Look at who's being affected. Don't just pass... Over the homeless people. Understanding your environment is very important. Understanding why your environment is the way it is is very important. Understanding and educating. And not being ignorant. Because we have wealth or we have privilege. That you don't need to understand what's going on with the world. You do. Because you too will be affected. So, I appreciate everybody all over the globe listening to my podcast every week because I truly enjoy doing this, educating and helping people. Because we need to be together as much as we are apart in in these times. Don't consume, don't let the worlds of the evilness take away your good heart and your goodness inside of you. There are good people in this world. I know it's hard to believe that, but there there is. Just educate yourself, people. I truly appreciate you guys listening to the Simply Nikki podcast and the Simply Nikki show. Check me out by finding me on Google search engine by typing in Simply Nikki podcast. That's S-I-M-P-L-Y-N-I-C-K-I-E p-o-d-c-a-s-t on google search engine and you can find me on anchor fm google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, spotify and many more you can also find me on my social media platforms at nikki podcast that's lowercase n-i-c-k-i-e p-o-d-c-a-s-t and you can check my social media for updates also tumblr at conversations with nikki tell a friend to tell a friend that this is where it's at i do not sugarcoat anything i do be respectful and mindful of what i say but this is a thought-provoking podcast And we don't talk about one thing over here. We do all ranges. Tell a friend to tell a friend this is where it's at because you don't want to miss it. Okay? Share, like, all over the world. Okay? Thank you for staying tuned and listening to the Simply Nikki show. Stay tuned every week for more episodes. Because you just never know and you don't want to miss it. If you want to check out updates and when I will be posting, check my Instagram and my Facebook. Okay? Thank you.
and have a good day. Peace.